<laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, there's a difference. Ooh, yeah, there's a difference. Hello, all. Welcome Ooh, yeah, to the Divine Intervention. I'm Derek Divine. Yeah. Follow me at Divine there's Identity. Joining me, Craig Compton. Follow him at yeah. Craig Compton underscore. This is on Wolverine Sounds today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to continue our series of the mini podcast, displaying information on everything Michigan football as we get closer and closer to the season. A lot of you know that Big Ten Media Days uh, happened, and Jim Harbaugh had a tremendous press conference, as always, short-lived but uh, packed full of stuff. And so Craig and I are going to do you a favor and break it all down for you so you don't have to watch the full video. Which is good, because we're going to bring out the main points. And and with that, I'm just going to go right ahead and dive in and say that Jim Harbaugh is all business, except for his attire to the conference. He wore his sideline attire, which is the, what do you call it, the crew neck? With the... Uh... Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't the Michigan crew neck. It was a classier... Just with the Jumpman logo That's on it. That's true. He's had it. I've seen a few pictures the, of like it. More but, of like the sweater. Yeah, it's almost uh, yeah, just a classier version, I yeah. guess. He's dressing up. Was the hat a classier version, though, Craig? No, it was the uh, the crown of it is all beat up. Um, looks like maybe he folds it up and puts it in his back pocket like uh, my grandpa used to do. Definitely not a clean-looking hat, but that's Jim Harbaugh. So... My question about the hat, was it the same hat that he wore in Rome? The one that had the messy, like, paintball or whatever on it? I don't think it was. Uh, I'm not sure. So he has more than one hat. We think he has more than one. I think he does because I've seen him with uh, the the dry fit ones where they say dry fit on the side, you know. And and last year, I was convinced that's what he was wearing, but I never saw it say dry fit. So I didn't know if he had something worked out with, with Jordan that... He got special hats or what? But he probably know. he probably does. Well, yeah. So his his uh, attire wasn't very business like. All the other Big Ten coaches had their their best and finest suits on. But you know what? I think a lot of people are gonna get worked up about that just because of who it is. But you got to remember, these guys are football coaches. A lot of them are wearing gym shorts and t-shirts ninety percent of the year. It is what it is. They're football coaches. They're not business guys. Let them wear whatever they want. Yeah, those guys don't even wear that on the sidelines, so I find it kind of hypocritical. I know a lot of it's just poking fun and, and jokes, but I find it hypocritical that that actually matters enough to become a popular topic from the day, but I think it fits well. It shows that is ready to get to work. Uh, he's not worried about how he dresses. He's there to do a job. You could tell in the tone of his voice that I'm here because I have to be here, and I'm answering these questions because you're asking them, and if I don't like something, I will give you a short answer. He's ready to go. Uh, he even said they're avoiding all the fun stuff. Uh, he mentioned losing three out of the last four games, which we've talked about a couple too many times on this podcast. Uh, mentions, obviously, that they were close losses over time, one point. Uh, doesn't like it. Uh, we don't like that. I don't think anybody related in any fashion in Michigan football likes that. So, yeah, Harbaugh's all business, and I think that's my main point from, from the Big Ten media days is he is ready to – win he's ready for practice to start and he's uh he's looking forward to a a competitive season yeah you and i talked about it right after the the press conference was over i was texting you and um that's that was my biggest takeaway too is the last year or two has kind of been 
let's get this hype train as big as we can to maybe to bring in big name recruits and have them uh, really buy into Michigan. And, and this year, it seems like he's all business. He knows it's time to win. Ten wins is not enough. Uh, it's go time. And I think that's even visible in where he talks about the quarterback battle. And I, I don't think that he's satisfied with Wilton Spate. I know that you and I have talked about it, and we feel comfortable with Wilton Spate being the quarterback. But I, I know that he's going into to practice thinking whoever is giving us the best shot to win right now is who will be out there at quarterback because we have to win. Yeah, so he was specifically asked about Wilton Spate, of course, because that's the starter from 2016. That's the guy who did uh, some pretty good work throughout most of the season. Uh, yeah, but there's there's always going to be a battle. We talked about this when we had a quarterback battle podcast. Uh, it's it's going to be that way at every position, every year, heading into fall camp. Uh, I believe, just like you said, uh, we just say eight to fifteen practices or whatever it's going to take for him to realize who the starter is. I believe that. It could take more, and I think that we will all technically be guessing until uh, right before kickoff, and whether it's insider information or maybe literally into who trots out in the field uh, like it was last season. At least for me, I was at the game. And I'm okay with that. I, a lot of this offseason, I've, I've kind of rolled my eyes and, and thought, here we go again. Why are we having a quarterback discussion? It seems like it's, it's just become the norm now because maybe in past years, didn't really know, but now it just feels like we have to talk about it. Um, but the more I listened to it today and the more I thought about it, I'm okay with it because if there is a, if there's truly a battle in inside the team, then so be it. I want the best player, the guy that's not going to back down, to be out there. And I know that Jim Harbaugh feels the same way. Yeah, and, and he referenced the spring and saying through all the spring practices and obviously the spring game, Brandon Peters looked like the better quarterback. That's what he referenced in terms of uh, they were in a dead heat. Uh, the competition is lively. They're technically not allowed to practice throughout the summer, and it's not like he's not keeping track of his players and they're not doing stuff to prove uh, kind of their worth right now. But in terms of what he wants the media to know, there's a competition. And then throwing John O'Corn in there saying that three guys are tied for first, I think is what really stirs people up because it looked obvious that it was between Spate and Peters after spring practices, after the spring game. But he says that now there's three guys uh, that are all tied for first. So whether uh, you want to believe that or not, that's what he said. And that's what we will roll with until we obviously find out who starts. And then I think at that point, the conversations will change uh, a lot. I'm sure he'll be asked what it was about uh, this starting quarterback uh, that made him choose him for the game. But It'll be fun to see if uh, if our guesses are right. Uh, and you know what? If John O'Corn starts, I think we'll all be super surprised. Definitely, especially after the Indiana game. Even though last year, this time, people, some people were on the John O'Corn team. They wanted him to start. And going back to that three-quarterback battle, think about last year, and it was kind of the same situation. He named three guys in, in contention for the, the starting spot with Shane Morris and Wilton Spate and John O'Corn, and now this year, three guys again. And so was there ever three guys last year? I don't know. Is there really three guys this year? I don't know. Um, but what I do know is there's going to be one guy that is the starting quarterback uh, September 2nd, and I'm looking forward to it. So the last topic that I really think is is the biggest for, for media days, and, and it's at least his main press conference, 
uh, is the fact that he's not only excited about the young talent, but that the young talent is hungry. Uh, and he has a peace of mind because of the fact that most of them either contributed last year uh, or, or were in the locker room. Now, obviously, there's some guys that have not seen the field at all, including guys that haven't even played in the spring game. Uh, but he's right. A lot of the guys that will contribute or are supposed to contribute the most this season uh, have seen some sort of playing time, uh, have at least been around the program or had some action in the spring game. Uh, and it helps when you have a young guy like Rashawn Gary, who uh, backed up two amazing players and, and Charlton and Warmly last year. He's considered uh, one of these young guys that are hungry. And so obviously that's some talent. Uh, that's that's going to obviously provide a huge spark for the Wolverines this season. But like we've talked about before, there's a lot of other guys that are are, uh, are young and are to be excited. We're supposed to be excited about them too. So I feel good because if Harbaugh has a peace of mind, and again, what he says to the media uh, is totally up to him, and, and obviously there's, there's other things going on that we aren't seeing. But if he is glad that these jobs are on the line because he's got hungry players, and he's excited about the fact that they've already been around the program and can do some some major things. I feel at a peace of mind. I don't know about you. I think another big thing that I took away from from today's press conference was the last two years. It almost seemed like Jim Harbaugh was kind of on edge um, because the hype was so real and because the expectations were so high. And now it seems like in year three, he he's almost taking a step back and, and is able to relax and actually get a grip on things. And I didn't get a sense during his press conference that he's at all worried about any new new players and replacing all the guys that went to the NFL and graduated. Um, I get a sense that he's very calm, very excited, um, still very proud to coach Michigan. And I think if, if he's calm and not worried about replacing guys, then we really shouldn't be either. And one of the things I've noticed just throughout since all of those guys have gone on to the NFL is I don't hear as many questions uh, about replacing holes or, or filling slots. There seems to be just a general confidence in Jim Harbaugh as the football coach in general, whereas obviously, okay, who's going to start quarterback or you've lost a lot. It's not, uh, it's not really a specific, okay, Jabril Peppers is gone, who takes over for him? Now, the fans and some of the media members will, will take that approach in articles and in podcasts, but in terms of direct questions to Jim Harbaugh, obviously there's been less of them uh, because of the offseason. He hasn't gotten a lot of that, and I think it's because we all just kind of trust that even though there's some inexperience and even though there's some holes, big holes to fill, and a lot of holes to fill on the defense specifically, uh, people seem to have a feeling that he knows what he's doing and it's not going to take very long for him to, to reload season after season. Well, I think that does it for this mini-podcast. I know we'll have more to come. We'll talk about the defense to come. I'm sure we'll get back on the offensive side and, and eventually the season will be here before we even know it. But we want to thank you for joining us on Wolverine Sounds. Again, I'm Derek Devine. Follow me at Divine Identity and follow Craig Compton at Craig Compton underscore. Boom.